Welcome to Whispers to a Bride, where we talk about the stuff no one else is talking about. We are going deep on the emotional aspects of getting married, the stress, drama, and turbulence that affects your own sense of identity and your closest relationships. We are talking about what it means to be a bride and how to navigate the sacred time with more grace and ease. I'm your host, Kara Gassabe. As a life coach and therapist, I'm going to be sharing super practical tips so that you can not only rise to the occasion of your wedding, but also your life. Hello, hello, and welcome back. Okay, so today I have a little bit of like ranty energy, which is not my usual MO. So you'll have to kind of roll with me on this. I want to talk about plus ones. I get a lot of comments on TikTok, questions on Instagram, and even a couple client sessions. Sort of inevitably, it comes up this whole idea of plus ones and what to do about the plus one and all the drama that comes in to who gets a plus one, who doesn't. You know the drill. Putting together a guest list is hands down one of the hardest parts of the wedding because who's there is just, it's just one of the most important features of your wedding, obviously. You know, the who, the guest list. And also, it impacts your budget tremendously. Any wedding planner will tell you like the first thing you got to do if you want to cut that budget is cut that guest list, right? Like that is always their number one go-to advice and it makes sense. But here's the thing. I completely understand all of the budget implications of your guest list and why there's times where you have to make really hard cuts. And so a lot of times the easiest place to make those cuts are on plus ones. And so there's a lot of like etiquette books that will tell you if the people are not engaged, you don't need to invite the plus one. Or if they're not living together, you don't need to invite the plus one. Other people make rules that if you don't know their significant other, then you don't need to invite them. Just sort of all of these different ways to try to draw the line. And again, I think it's it's the kind of like tough conversation that you and your fiance have to have, like, okay, where do we draw the line? If you're coming up to sort of the budgetary constraints or a venue constraint, just overall size of your wedding constraint, you do have to make these sort of tough calls. And I think a lot of people like to reach outside of themselves, reach for these etiquette books, reach for like some internet person to tell them like, well, here's the, here's what people do. Here's the rule. And the thing is, there is no rule. You guys, we know this. There's no rules. These are humans. These are relationships. These are friendships or coworkers, grandparents, siblings, like best friends. And it's their lives. It's their relationships. It's complicated. And I just feel like sometimes wanting there to be a rule about who gets a plus one and who doesn't is doing yourself a disservice and sort of just taking a shortcut that like you're going to regret because the plus one thing leads to so much drama. The guests that you're inviting without their partner, wow, it can cause a lot of angst, ill will, just insults, just a lot of icky feelings. And so 
And some of that is because they don't understand the constraints that you're under, right? Like they just don't understand what's one more person. But you're like, no, if it if I do it for you, I have to do it for this person and this person. And now we have 20 extra people and we just cannot accommodate them space-wise and venue-wise and just we can't. So sometimes a lot, your guests aren't going to maybe react badly because they just don't get it. They haven't never planned a wedding. They don't see what the big deal is. They think it's just their isolated situation. They're not taking into account how many other people are in that situation. But I also want to remind you in the planning, when you're in the planning mode and you have to make these hard decisions and figure these things out that like a broad brush rule might not always be the best way to go because in the end, what we've got to remember is what you're inviting people to celebrate, which is that you found your person. And I think that's why it stings a little more to not invite their person to the celebration. Do you know what I mean? You're, it, there's like this weird irony of like, you really want me to come and celebrate your love, you're finding a partner, you're finding a person, and you're going to like specifically not welcome in my person or the person I'm hoping is my person or the person, whatever it is, right? I think that is why it just adds that extra like saltiness to so many of the situations and it can cause just all kinds of drama. And then you'll have people who are like, well, if my person can't come, then I can't come. And, and it's so, it's just, again, there are no simple answers for this. It's a, just an issue in planning that you've got to just keep working, keep massaging, keep figuring out, keep working around. But I just really think it's so important to remember when you're celebrating your union with another human, there is a weird irony of cutting out either. I've heard of people now cutting out people's spouses. Like, oh, we just don't have room, so we're inviting you, but not your spouse. Again, there are situations where somebody's like, that's cool. That's no problem. I got it. It's fine. And there are such situations where people are like, are you kidding? Like, So I just implore you to really kind of think it through wherever you can trying to honor other people's love. I feel like it's really good karma and a really good idea on your wedding day to respect and be inclusive where you can and how you can, even if that just means acknowledging like, hey, I really am having a numbers issue. I'm up against a wall. Obviously, I want you at my wedding. I want your person there too, but I'm having a numbers issue. And maybe just explaining where this is coming from and what's going on and giving them the ability to process it a little bit and understand it, not just have it show up in their mailbox. And then sometimes people like don't get the clue on like when it's just addressed to one person, they're like, oh, clearly it implies both. And then you have the awkward thing where it doesn't and then they reach out or they RSVP for two people when it was clearly one person. From your perspective, it was clear, but from theirs, it was not. And so it, again, it gets into all this stickiness. So I think it's one of those things where if you kind of get ahead of it and communicate with your people and sort of lay the groundwork of like, we're keeping it really small or whatever the case is, because even in saying that you are honoring their relationship, which I just think is really a big part of the message when you are inviting people to a wedding. The other thing I need you to think about, this is what really kills me is you cannot be that same girl who then turns around, say somebody's getting married six months later and you're not invited. 
you can't be upset about it if you did the same thing and didn't invite certain people's spouses or significant others. You've got to sort of be able to play both sides of it now that you've been through it, be super gracious and super understanding if and when it happens to you. Because I think that it's ironic that sometimes those very same people who are quick to be like, well, if you don't live together, if you haven't been dating for five years, or if I have never met in person, met your significant other, or I have not felt that they were supportive of our relationship. That's another new line that I see people using a lot that they're not invited to your wedding. I just, I just want you to think through all sides of the situation. Who were you in that moment when you're on this side of the coin? Who are you on the other side of the coin? I just think it's one of those things. And also when you are unable to invite or deciding not to invite someone's plus one, is there another agenda? Really ask yourself, Is are you using the plus one to fight a different battle? I've had a client call me about just like a plus one issue when really there was, there was underlying animosity and cutting out the plus one was not about the numbers or the budget. You can always say that. Of course, you can always say that. But really what was under there was like, this feeling of having been not supported in the way that she had hoped by her, I think it was her cousin. And so just kind of not doing the plus one was her way of kind of evening the score in some way or a sort of a slight, I don't know, punishment or a way to get back or a way to just kind of use that power of like, well, now I'm going to make you have a less fun time at my wedding, or I'm not going to give you the thing that I know that you want or Whatever. But then, of course, it can always backfire because they're like, okay, fine. If my plus one's not coming, then I'm not coming. And then maybe that wasn't what she had intended. So the whole thing got a little sticky. So I just do not think that we want to use the plus one in any kind of power play dynamic because it's just, it's going to blow up. It's icky. And I don't think it's how you're going to want to look back and remember yourself in this moment because. The only reason I'm bringing it up is because I do get it when it's you and the spreadsheet and your fiance and we're making cuts and we can't do, I get that it's really stressful. And I get that you want to reach for just like a hard line to get you out of like the ickiness of feeling, thinking about people's feelings and this and that it's hard. I get it that it's hard, but also I'm encouraging you to like, this is the stuff that really matters, right? Say you got the wrong shade of flowers, say the tablecloths don't hit the floor. Those things are not going to matter as much as like the people in the room, the feelings of that you can honor your guest list, that you feel that you did the best you could, that you didn't take a shortcut and just like apply some weird rule that ended up, you know, really hurting or insulting the people close to you. That's the other thing when you're thinking about plus ones, really think about like, Because again, it can get very complicated the closer in. I'm always like, let's look at your closest circle and then work out your siblings. Like some people are like, don't want to invite plus ones or give their sibling a plus one if they're not super long-term in the relationship or whatever. But also maybe that's what your sibling needs in this moment to kind of have a plus one at the wedding day because they are feeling that everyone's looking at them. Why aren't they in a relationship? Why aren't they married? And if they could bring a date, that that would just alleviate so much sort of angst for them. Could you do that? Is that something you could do? You don't have to. You don't know this person. They're not a part of the family. They're not going to be in the 
pictures, all that. But like, what a generous thing to do if your sibling wants to bring a date. Like, could you just do that? I feel like that's such a nice thing. I know it gets harder too when maybe parents or grandparents are single and they want to bring someone that you, I had a situation where a person's grandfather wanted to bring a plus one. Obviously this wasn't a person that was close to the bride. And so she was feeling like, no, but also, okay, what's going on there? Is it somehow feeling just too close to home with the gra- the position of the grandmother? Is it going to cause drama? Like in every situation, there's a story and there's reasons and feelings and dynamics that I just think sometimes we lean out and sometimes it's good to lean in. And I think just having a conversation, giving a little airtime, like, well, I hadn't expected you wanted to bring someone. Can you just tell me a little bit why you do? And if you hear why it's important to that person, because like we talked about before, weddings really trigger people's love life drama and anxiety and whatever's going on. And so people feel very activated around what their relationship status is, what's going on in their love life. And so that is why the guest list, the plus one thing just causes a lot of turmoil with people. And so again, I think it's just one of these areas that like, don't try to be black and white. Don't try to find a little, some kind of etiquette, arbitrary rule book and where you can honor love because that's what the whole celebration's really about and i just think you're never going to feel bad when you are able to extend that graciousness to your guests to bring the person that they care about because that's the bottom line caring about who your people care about is like at the crux of this right isn't that like the best feeling when your friends and family have welcomed in your fiance because there's no more like beautiful, supportive feeling than your people loving who you love, right? Or at least acknowledging and accepting who you love and in incorporating them and welcoming them. Not even loving who you love, but just seeing who you love and validating it in some kind of way. I think that is what is just so important here. So Try not to lose that thread. Again, I know it competes with all of the other things, space and budget and all of those things are absolutely real considerations. But let's also just bring in this sort of human relation element as well, because it's always there. There's no way to get around it. And your people are more than a spreadsheet. They are going to be there long after the day is done, the bills are paid, I want you to be able to feel really peaceful about the decisions you made. And that doesn't mean it'll be easy and there's no, you know, quick answers, but giving a little time, airtime, conversations, considerations, you will not be sorry. So I hope that has been a little helpful. My little, again, I'm a little ranty. I'm just like, don't be in your blind spot about a plus one. Like it's a wedding. We're celebrating relationships. Don't like be all insulty and dismissive of other people's relationships. It's just bad karma. It's a bad look. And I'm going to leave it there. If you find yourself needing a little sounding board or insight or just different way to look at it, whatever issue you are dealing with as you are planning your wedding or recovering from your wedding, hit me up, karamoreen.com, book your appointment. I've been having so many great conversations lately. You guys are the smartest, most considerate, intentional 
people. I'm so grateful that I have found this side of the internet and the podcast world. And I just have been having so much fun. So do not hesitate to reach out. And you can always find me on Insta and TikTok. Until next time, I'm wishing you nothing but bridal bliss.